Welcome to Pot Not Soda. And now it's time for Brett, Brian, and oh damn, enjoy the show. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's safe to say, Brian, that after a comment like that, you were never win a medal of freedom. Uh, I'm just going to go out on a way. It wasn't recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we, we heard it, which means the government probably heard it. That's, they, they have bugs everywhere, man. That's fair. Um, I don't know. I don't think Trump would want to spend the money on him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's... Then I'm gonna stay away from that. Don't don't try and trap me with that that bullshit lead in. Uh, but yeah, no, Ellen DeGeneres got one. Congratulations, Ellen. Yeah, it was great for her. Yeah, uh, Vince Scully, mm-hmm. which I heard like his conversation because whoever called him kind of recorded it, and he was like, "Wait, are you sure you have the right guy?" Like I just commented on baseball. I'm sure Vince Scully was like, "Can I call this one?" <laughs> yeah. Hey, Obama, why don't you take a seat? I got uh, this. Oh, I love that Obama said that Michael Jordan's more than a meme. Yep. yep. Oh, so good. You yep. posted up um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar as well. Oh, and yeah, they were yeah. taking pictures together, standing next to each other. Uh, oh, and, and the boss. Yeah. Bruce Springsteen. Springsteen? Yeah. Yeah. Which is pretty much like the biggest award that a civilian can get in the yes, U.S. Yes, the Medal of Freedom. The highest, Hi- highest honor. honor. Right. Good job. Yeah, yeah. Tom Hanks was in there. Oh, yes. Tom Sully. Yeah. Um, um, David S. Pumpkins. Sully didn't get invited. Tom Hanks did. <laughs> David S. Pumpkins. Exactly. That was cool, man. Yeah, I mean, shout out to Ellen, though. That was that was really, really cool. Guys, if you haven't seen that, um, check it out, because it's a really cool video, her getting awarded that whole thing. Yeah. 20 years of just leading a really, really good charge. Not aggressive charge, either. Just, I mean, doing it the way she wants to and really, really making steps. Yeah, I think what's funny is I saw a post where she had to wait to get into the White House because she forgot her ID. <laughs> so they weren't going to let her in until she had, you know, valid Damn. identification. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it could be Justin Bieber. An imposter. <laughs> we got to check ID Kate, for Kate McKinnon. <laughs> hey guys, we had to check Shane's ID before we had him on last episode, so. Yeah. I still don't know if that guy was really Shane. Yeah. Well, I mean he did come up rolling up in a Range Rover, so <laughs> Uh, well, welcome everyone to episode 35 of Pop Not Soda. This episode is just as old as Brett and Brian. Getting there. Almost. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we welcome you today. We've got a great show for you. We're going to be talking about some Black Friday experiences. As Hot damn. We hope that you all survived Black Friday this past weekend. Um, I think we're going to talk about like the best Christmas gifts we've ever done as a kid. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. We're mm-hmm. going to talk about Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock kind of making a comeback. Which is really exciting. Yeah, I'm, I'm super stoked. Brian, Don't you are, call it a comeback. you're here to bargain with us as you review Doctor Strange. Uh, yes, I uh, am. Oh, shit. Yes, if you haven't seen the movie, you won't know what that is in reference to. Yeah. So, Dan, you just alienated a large population of our listeners. Actually, I'm pretty sure if you look at the bots office numbers, a lot of people have seen that movie. Very true. Very true. Yeah. Um, and I get to host the game tonight. So, haha, bitches. Damn it. Good. Because going down. Are both, we? Both of you are going <laughs> to lose. Is that yeah. what Alex Trebek says when he hosts the fucking Jeopardy? <laughs> you bitches are going down. I said the do you, Jeopardy, do you too, by the way. Remember, Jeopardy. Uh, I think it was like Mad TV when Ken Jennings was just winning. They had a sketch of just um, 
um, him trying to just get Ken Jennings off the show, like just hoping anyone else would would win. Where it just Trebet. comes, yeah, Trebet, Where it comes down to Trebet just finally just pulls. Is that how you're gonna get with our Ken game? Jennings? No. <laughs> um, but I can already feel it though. <laughs> yeah, there's a little hostility because you know I'm not gonna be like, oh, between 1497 and 1800, what year did the Pilgrims do this? I never asked That's a specific last year. Week. I mean, don't be mad. You just don't know anything about Thanksgiving. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, probably be deported. <laughs> four oh, and a half <laughs> minutes into this episode, welcome to Pop Not Soda episode 35. We are here. I already said that. Oh, you did? Sorry. Oh, hey, wow. welcome, welcome, yeah. to the, welcome, welcome to the, to the welcome episode, Brett. Welcome to the podcast, I guess so. Yeah, shit, wow. Damn. I remember my first podcast. Damn. Um, so the first topic, again, Black Friday. Um, it is, I guess, peak American, would you call it? Peak consumerism. Oh yeah, thousand percent. Have you guys ever camped out for Black Friday? No, never. Yeah. Absolutely not. Have you? No. What's the earliest you've gone up to go shopping on a Black Friday? I have gone around two thirty, like in the morning. In 2:30? the morning. Yeah. Okay. Holy shit. Yeah. That's uh, <laughs> that's almost camping out. Yeah. Oh, that's a, are you kidding me? That's what, not camp. What time did the store open? It opened at like midnight. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, the like I'm coming open. after okay. all the crazies. Okay. Like I'm not going to no. Camping out <laughs> requires one to stay there, stay there before it opens. And okay, I didn't know the store was already open. Yeah, so no, that's like oh, yeah, recent. Yeah. That was like the past couple of years. Like, yeah, the the past couple that years. Was Target, it's, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah, Target. Yeah, yeah we're going mm. Target, Best Buy. No, you know, Best, Best Buy open that late. Yeah, Best Buy opens. Um, there are some places that shouldn't be open though. What shouldn't be open on Thanksgiving? Saw an ad for Dick Sporting Goods. Oh, those dicks. Dicks sporting goods. You wouldn't see Dick shouldn't be dicks. available well, after I mean, hours. <laughs> <laughs> I saw, I think they're opening at six on Thanksgiving I to didn't midnight. Know dicks closed. <laughs> Good job, Dan. Taking this south real quick. All right. No, but um, we had this. I saw this ad. It was six to 12, they're opening. And I think they're opening at six in the morning, too. Dick sporting goods. It's not six to midnight. That's what I mean. That's what I'm saying, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> I hate you so much. Is it hard to get into dits? (laughs) It is the only big box uh, sporting goods store left. No, I I will say that they do have a monopoly on their... On dicks? On their market now. Because Sports Chalet and Sports Authority are gone. So you're only left with the Kmart version, which is Big Five. Dude, I don't understand who the, the the thing is to me is who the hell needs recreational sports products like at a at a cheap discount like at that time that really drives well, those they, employees they sell out. Clothing too? Yeah, they do. But <laughs> like Under Armour? No, yeah. they like Hurley, like those like active brands like Nike, like Oh, okay. They so do. They yeah. sell footwear. Yes. Um, yeah. Also, maybe people who are doing like winter sports, like maybe if they're going to go snowboarding yeah. or skiing. Have you guys seen any other ridiculous companies though that are like coming out doing some um, stupid Black Friday stuff? It, uh, Ameri- uh, what's the American Tire Co. sent me an email about Black Friday deals for tires? Me? Nice. So you got to get up at three in the morning. Yeah, yeah you keep that tread yeah, fresh. Four a.m. Yeah. Yeah, some new tires. Drive on those dampened roads to come down to our stop and get a new one. Well, I just think it's ridiculous how, I mean, pretty much every store now, 
not o- not only is doing you know Black Friday specials, but the majority are opening now on Thanksgiving Day, which is so yeah, that is killing me. Yeah, I mean it's a national holiday for a reason. Like things are supposed well, to be shut down. Maybe not the best reason, but yes, it's a national holiday. Yeah, see <laughs> food. Dan, yes. Steve Food. Right. Um, yeah, my buddy is a store manager for Target. He's done doing the work at like 3 30, 4 o'clock on Thanksgiving. In the afternoon? Yeah. Or in the morning? No, in the okay. afternoon. See, that's that's so stupid. Yeah. Like, like I don't get um, the whole thing. That's what's making Christmas very, very unappealing to me is this whole Black Friday thing. It, it's, killing, it's killing these holidays. It's killing Thanksgiving. Right. It's almost eliminating thanksgiving because people are more focused on getting good shopping deals than like spending time with family and the whole tradition of thanksgiving getting drunk right and watching football exactly hating your family getting drunk watching Talking football, politics with eating people you too shouldn't much. talk politics right and then just being sick for the next two days <laughs> that's called that's that's my america <laughs> thanks obama <laughs> Yeah, well, if you have any random experiences or do you, if you go to a store that you don't think should have been open on Thanksgiving, please comment, let us know where you went for Black Friday. Have you guys had any crazy <clears throat> Black Friday experiences? Have you guys gotten up in the morning, though, or done um, anything like the that? The earliest, I think my no. mom and sister and I would go out at like 6 a.m. Okay. We'd go get coffee, get breakfast, and then we'd go shopping. So that's past the, that's past crazy time oh yeah 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 yeah. Post, would, post crazy yeah time. i mean i would especially go especially like once normal. everything started opening at midnight yeah. yeah yeah right i mean a few years ago i would just go at a normal time and it was not that bad because i think a lot of people do go very early in the morning i mean every store is just a clusterfuck it looks like katrina has come in and um you know just farted everything around the store so it's hard to find <laughs> stuff um what an analogy (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean it's after thanksgiving right people are gonna have gas uh and that's hasn't really been an issue because i feel like a lot of people go in the morning and they clear out um i have tried to go out thanksgiving day uh truth be told the last couple years and it's like right when stores open it's busy so I remember last year specifically, I tried to go to Best Buy, uh, like right when it opened at whatever, four or five o'clock, like before dinner, just to run in there and then run out. Um, so I'm waiting in front of Best Buy and the line goes around the building and they just opened the door. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'll just, you know, hang out here until the line goes in and like, I'll just jump in at the back. So I'm standing there for like probably eight to 10 minutes as this line is just steadily feeding into the Best Buy. I finally turn around and look down the corner and there's a fucking line of people for like a football. It's a theme park line. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) And I just couldn't believe uh, the amount of people there on Thanksgiving day at this time. So I came back after dinner at like, I don't know, probably 10 or 11 o'clock and the store was empty. This is what's crazy too, is when you think about it, like, okay, did that midnight thing start with our generation? Yeah, 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 it, it yeah, completely it did. did. Like, when did that start? Around 2010, 2005? I want to say it was probably like 2009. Okay, like okay. When you had, because they were getting earlier and earlier. So it was like 6 a.m. and now it's 4 a.m. And then instead of going to like 3 a.m., they just literally. Somebody were like, was just like, midnight. Like, just, yeah, just, just open at midnight. Yeah. 
Um, and then it's always Walmart and Target. Competing. I think it started with Walmart. Yeah, because those those depart those stores the because they have so many different big, departments, big companies. They they carry so many different products. They put specialty stores in higher competition because they need to sell more. And then department stores followed suit, like J.C. Penney, Macy's, Nordstrom's. Same deal. Like I did go, I think maybe like three years ago, I went to the mall at like midnight because every store was open. It was weird. Do you, I mean, do you see like, I mean, the way these trends go, do you see like a revolt back from this in a few years? <clears throat> where people stop, online shopping yeah, people stop doing push this. Yeah, I was it, just yeah. going to say, yeah. I think that online deals are going to be more advantageous. Um, and I think you're going to start to see Cyber Monday deals leak back into Thanksgiving week. And I think like what I've already seen start is like Target and stores like that already putting up online sales for today. So even before Thanksgiving happens, you already have online sales that are going. Now, does this rid the the employee though from having to come go into the store to, to no, work no, the never. job? See, never. see, that's the that I think that's the pain in the ass of the. But at least thing. it won't be as you know, stressful. The purge, just, like it's been yeah. at uh, yeah, at the a few of these It's, it's so funny that yeah. on the day in which you're supposed to be thankful for all that you have that. You gotta you go, go out and get and buy you everything go that you and don't treat yourself. Have. Yeah, yeah. Treat yourself. 2016, though, I may have to do that. I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I have been looking at TVs. I Would think this may be the first time I go to the outlets on Black Friday mm. down in Los Americas. Mm-hmm. See how that goes. Well, when you think about be it, be careful Dan, not to get too close to the border. When you're grateful Trump, for, hey, Trump's not president <laughs> yet. <laughs> when you think about everything you have, you also think about everything you don't have, and that's why you want to go and Who become a monster that? as a consumer. Is that why people go to dits? Um. <clears throat> so coming to Netflix has just been announced, which I am looking forward to a ton. Is Dave's. a few com a comedy specials from Dave Chappelle? A few, a few. He said, "Yeah, I think like three. Yeah, which I am stoked for because what was killing him soft? No, for what it's worth is with the last one, right? In like two thousand six. Yep. yep, we've been a decade without a Dave Chappelle comedy special." Yeah, and I mean, I, I, he killing him softly came out in what two thousand four, two thousand four, yeah, like right um, before the election. Yeah, one of, I'll tell you to this day, like still one of the best comedy specials yeah. I've ever seen. Like, oh, ever. absolutely, baby, what yeah. are you doing in the corner? You got the Go Sesame home. Street jokes, everything, everything that's a part of that. One slap, two slap, is two slaps. Yeah, he's uh, he's uh, fantastic. Get a job, Grouch. <laughs> What's crazy, too, is when you look at Dave Chappelle, too, is he was the type of person that, I mean, blew up. He had a rough, you know, growing up period. Was in Nutty Professor. Yeah, the butt-tooth, like, comedian ripping on Eddie. Yeah, I mean, he was in... uh, I heard of dreadlocks, Reggie, but shitlocks. He had to do an insufferable movie with Nicolas Cage, Con Air. Um, oh, he wasn't oh, Con yeah, Air. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, um, but I mean, he had a growing up period to become. Was he in You Got Mail? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wasn't Blue no, Streak. I, I think he's Tom Francis. Well. He was in Blue Fr- Streak. He's, he's Tom Hanks' friend in You Got Mail. Crowd Research Team, short round. Get on that. We'll get on that. Yeah, we'll get on that. But I mean, when you think about it, that guy has worked so hard to to, to be the biggest comedian he was in 2003 through. 2006 2007 completely dropped off the face of the earth after that mm-hmm. um went to take care of his own shit um seemed to have a mental i don't know 
not a mental lapse, but just he just needed a break from Hollywood. Just a break. Yeah. He just, just got he got too famous too quickly. Yeah, you know, just yeah. needed a break. But I mean, I, some people said he felt guilty over how much money he was making for what he was doing, because you know he's not supposed to be making that much. Like he's not supposed to have that much money when. That's why he did that block party, um, was because he was trying to give back because he did feel like why do I deserve to make this much money? I never heard about that, but that actually completely makes yep. sense. Yeah, he was in. You got mail. Wow, good Thank job. You short round. Yeah, he's quick on these on that this these days. Yeah, you know. Well, when he puts the fucking stuffing down for five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Dave Chappelle, he's coming out with three specials on yeah, Netflix. Apparently, he's going to be making sixty million dollars. Yep. Really? Yep. So yep. more than he did on that Comedy Central deal. Oh, uh, that was fifty no. million. Yeah, for, yeah, but that was only two. Season. Yeah, no, that was. I thought that was two. Two years. seasons. Two seasons was fifty million. Then yeah. they wanted yeah. to sign him for a hundred mil to keep going. That's why he freaked out. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> I'll act shitty for a hundred mil. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, Dave. Yeah. Is that too much money for you? <laughs> and then not only Dave Chappelle though. Yeah. Who's coming back? But Chris Rock yes. is coming with Netflix specials too. Yep. Yes. To enlighten the world for a bit. Yeah. So I think like one thing we should talk about is mu- as much as we are excited about these specials coming, what do you think Netflix uses to cater these people, like caters to them to do these specials instead of other other venues? Well, I think it's a couple things. Number one, uh, I think they're paying them more than any other Just outlet. liquid money. Yeah, so HBO is not going to give them the money that Netflix is. Showtime sure isn't. Comedy Central sure as shit isn't. And I'm sure that they have certain restrictions on cable TV versus, you know, like HBO or, um, you know, like a pay-per-view service, something like that. Um, that I'm sure they just give them like full reigns. You know, I think that's why Production. so many. Yeah, that's. I think that's why so many comedians are now doing their specials, doing their shows, like Final Cut. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, um, what's her face? Chelsea Handler made the jump, um, and now she can, you know, do whatever she wants. I think Amy Schumer eventually is probably going to come to Netflix with a show of her own as well, um, or at least, you know, do some specials through Netflix if she hasn't already announced them. Um, yeah, and, and I think all these, a lot of these big-name comics, you know, can go and make the move because Netflix is this huge monster, has, you know, this giant platform – um, for you to have this outlet, you know, will pay you more than anyone else and give you the control. Like it's everything you want if you're, you know, a comedian, if you're a showman. Yeah, and I think you could only get that before streaming was main mainstream. <clears throat> Couldn't find a better word for that. Was when if you went to HBO or Showtime because that's where you could air a special that was uncut and have creativity and get paid. However, your viewing audience is not as great as it would be with Netflix. Because there's a ridiculous amount of people around the world subscribe to Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it, too, I mean, when you just, I don't know. I don't know the behind the scenes of it at all. But when you think about it, um, you have all these comedians probably shelling out a shit ton of money on their own or like financing it to just get a production made. And when you have a production reaching out to you and saying, hey, we'll do this from the ground up and we'll do it the way you want it to. We'll pay all your people. We'll pay all your people. You can cast it the way ever, however you want to. I'm sure that becomes much more appealing to these artists too. I mean, when you think about it at the end of the day, these comedians have to work within 
the like the most limitate limitations when it comes to their artistic freedom so they have to you know find that venue as much as possible and i think venue or netflix is doing that yeah definitely yeah yeah and um dave Chappelle has also been brought up i think in the past couple days um in relation to the Kanye West situation that's going on right now. 100%. Where if you have not been aware because you've been doing better things with your life other than me uh, with the Kanye story is that he went on a, I wouldn't call it even like a rant. He just had kind of a weird episode at his concert on Sunday, last Sunday in Sacramento where he was an hour late. He played like three songs. And then Hud Kid Cuddy on stage for like two minutes, who Kid Cuddy himself just got out of rehab for depression, suicidal thoughts, uh, which that's, that's, that's a fine moment, you know. <clears throat> and then he started to just talk about Beyonce and Jay-Z. <clears throat> and he didn't and MTV. Really, yeah, he didn't really say anything bad. It was more just kind of like maybe frustrations on how like those behind the scenes things work where really when it came to Beyonce was kind of like the fact that she extorted MTV to give her video of the year or she wasn't going to show up to the award show. And, you know, you made smart business decisions that you have Beyonce on your show. Tens of millions of people will watch it versus if she's not there. Yeah. It was so, just like a stream of consciousness moment yeah. where he, like everything was just flowing. He just, yeah. let He just let a lot of stuff out and it wasn't, angry really it wasn't like he was throwing people under the bus it was just he had lots of on, lots on his mind um diff, way different than his trump uh rant which is a couple weeks ago in la that was way different yeah i mean i i don't know though if i would differentiate it because we don't we don't know what's happening yeah yeah, yeah. um i be, think that's the biggest thing because we've always thought this like, whole situation um you know when Kanye does something it's usually deliberate like, we thought he's getting in the news again because, oh, he's got three pairs of shoes dropping this week. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when Kanye does something crazy, there's usually because he's dropping a song, an album, a video, or, you know, his fashion line or his shoes. Because then Kanye's in the news and then somehow his shoes then take over. Right. But this was a little bit different. Um, and that he checked, he was checked in involuntarily is what it said to... Um, get some psychiatric help yeah and have some you know be uh watched for 72 hours and he had to um back out of a few venues he canceled the rest of his tour which is which is gonna be on him on his pocket whether it's him or his his production company or anything yeah they probably have insurance and stuff for that but with kanye you know music is everything and the performance is everything to him so for him to cancel like that when i heard that i knew something was up this is not it like i i don't know we were we were talking about this before we went on air but this is not some i think spectacle piece no i don't don't think it's like a publicity stunt or anything like that yeah yeah um and some people you know are quick to jump that well it's just kanye being egotistical kanye or kanye's always been crazy or it's the kardashians fault because they ruin men and stuff like that, that. i do believe <laughs> but um an old like i think this yeah this i don't think he does have any support on that end yeah this, but, oh, absolutely this interview is about 10 years old from inside the actor's studio with dave chappelle and it's just dave chappelle talking about more lawrence and fame and and you know don't call people crazy and i think uh we're gonna play a little bit of it right now yeah just to Maybe present a little taste, a, a little different side to the Kanye situation. It's how tough he is. 
So let me ask you this. What is happening in Hollywood that a guy that tough will be on the street waving a gun, screaming, they are trying to kill me? Yeah. What's going on? Why is Dave Chappelle going to Africa? Why does Mariah Carey make a $100 million deal and take clothes off on TRL? It, a weak person cannot get to sit here and talk to you. Ain't no weak people talking to you. So what is happening in Hollywood? Nobody knows. The worst thing to call somebody is crazy, is dismissive. I don't understand this person, so they're crazy. That's bullshit. These people are not crazy. They're strong people. Maybe the environment is a little sick. You know, when we... That's why I love Dave Chappelle. I need more Dave Chappelle in my life. Yeah. Yeah. Keeps it real. SNL that he was on was amazing. It was real, especially after the election. And uh, I'm looking forward to his comedy specials. And I hope Kanye gets the help that Kanye needs. Yeah. I mean, at the the end of the day, I think this is, like like I said, this is definitely not an agenda or a spectacle. Hopefully this guy gets some help. So, (laughs) hey, on that note, though, let's take it to the flip side. We'll come back. The break? Yeah. I think we got a special message from our sponsors. We do. Um, Brave Rhino, hey, are you guys going to do any travel over the yeah, holidays? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to the East Coast for Christmas to see my folks. Really? Mm, interesting. And how about you, Brian? You doing anything? Yeah, I am going to Colorado tomorrow. So, Well, guess what? I got a good plug for you guys to tell you exactly what travel site to use for last-minute airline booking. When you need a ride or you're taking a trip there's only one site I would trust for it. So don't waste time or waste your chips. There's only one site I trust, RateRhino.com. Oh, hey there. How are you? Me? I'm doing great. This is Brian. And I'm doing great because it's time for my domesticated movie review. And if it does feel a little strange out there, if there's something strange in the neighborhood. Oh, wait, sorry, wrong movie. Uh, that movie was terrible. And don't go see the new Ghostbusters. Uh, but this movie I'm going to be talking about, not terrible, is a little strange. And for good reason, because it is Marvel's newest feature film, Doctor Strange, starring the one and only Benedict Cucumber Patch, Benedict Cumberpatch, um, and it's a you know nice addition to the Marvel family. Good to see another legitimate actor in the mix. Uh, I thought he was a, a great choice to play this character. Uh, if you don't know a lot about Doctor Strange. Um, you know, not a lot of people do. He's not necessarily a very uh, popular character, more of like a cult favorite among the real nerds out there. Uh, but Doctor Strange, uh, his background, he is a world famous uh, spinal surgeon, you know, like number one dude gets in this horrendous car accident, fucks all of his hands up, can't operate anymore. Um, and just kind of takes a spiral down into, um, you know, depression and eventually finds himself in uh, a foreign land looking for um, an alternate way to essentially heal himself. 
uh, as he's gone through like multiple procedures and surgeries to try and get his hands right. Nothing's worked. So he's decided to, um, you know, kind of think outside of the box and go find some help from um, a very non-traditional source uh, where he does end up meeting uh, Tilda Swanson, who is uh, essentially his uh, Mr. Miyagi, if you will. And she goes on to teach him about all these powers and uh, the fact that there's a multi-universe out there and, you know, ties everything into the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe that will eventually lead up to this final money shot of 50 plus fucking characters all in one epic movie that's so long they have to split it in two. Um, which would be interesting to see how they pull it off legitimately <laughs> with all these characters. Cause like as we're going through and they're just adding more and more in, uh, it seems like a very difficult task to pull off, but you know, I think they did a good job of it in civil war. So we'll see. Uh, but anyway, as I digress, getting back to Dr. Strange, um, this movie, definitely the most, I would say visually, uh, stunning of all of the Marvel movies, like nothing you've ever seen in a Marvel movie. Uh, it's definitely out there. I mean, you're talking about, like I said, multiple universes and uh, different theories about time and just all this kind of crazy shit. So I kind of, you know, tried to describe it to certain people. Uh, the way I did it is kind of imagine like uh, Inception mixed with Alice in Wonderland mixed with, um, you know, a movie about a magician. Uh, and then that's how he, this movie kind of portrays itself because you do have uh, just a lot of really cool scenes, you know, much like Inception, uh, where, you know, you have like buildings and cities like folding on top of each other. Um, it's a, a really interesting plot and also a really interesting uh, climax how Doctor Strange ends up... Um, not necessarily defeating the, you know, the bad guy in the movie, but um, essentially like out thinking him. Um, so I thought that, you know, the ending was, was really interesting, really original, not your traditional, uh, oh, he gets beat up, goes back, recovers, comes back, and, you know, somehow miraculously defeats the enemy like a majority of these superhero movies. Um, so, you know, that part's definitely unique as well. Um, but you know, again, I just want to go back to like the visuals and just how, you know, how much of a great job they did with, um, you know, like showing you these different universes and how they collide and, uh, how all this like magic and different supernatural shit all comes together. Uh, and it looks really cool. And, um, again, you know, just for the sake of seeing it because it is so pleasing to the eye, I would recommend beyond, um, you know, the great acting of the whole cast, the humor that's, you know, always found in, in a Marvel movie, the storytelling that I think they do a really good job of. They don't focus a lot on um, backstory or the montage of him, um, like getting his feet underneath him and gaining his powers they kind of gloss over that, uh, which I'm fine with because I think that can stall out a lot of movies. Um, 
But then it also gives him a lot of freedom to just basically be like, oh, yeah, this is where it fits in the Marvel universe because we never really specified any sort of, you know, time frames within the movie. Yeah, it's like a few years. Yeah. Over the span. So it's there's some clues to like when it starts and when it kind of like concludes. But yeah, there's no concrete timeline. Yeah, they definitely drop a few, um, you know, eggs in there for you to at least kind of piece it together in terms of the the overall timeline. But, you know, with this type of movie, you can always cop out and use the whole time theory to, you know, like kind of place them wherever you want uh, and fit them in, you know, towards the end. Uh, because that's what I've always wondered is there's certain characters in the Marvel Universe that are just fundamentally more powerful and stronger than really like any sort of human based character. So like at a certain point, you know, like Dr. Strange can just fucking do it every once, you know, vision can just do it every once. The guy's got a goddamn infinity stone in his forehead. Like the, he is unstoppable, you know, uh, like at certain points, you, you know, you take liberties and it's a movie and like you get it. But in that same breath, like it's a fucking comic book movie show off what these guys can do. And, you know, hopefully, that comes to fruition as we we get to the conclusion of this whole uh, clusterfuck of 25 movies. Um, but yeah, again, you know, I, I really like this movie. Not only was it the best looking, I think, of all of the Marvel movies they've done so far, but, um, you know, Cumberpatch is great. It's pretty funny, uh, moves along pretty quickly, and definitely sets up for, um, you know, all these movies to come and... Um, you know, great, great side actors as well with uh, Tilda Swanson and then um, Chowettle, whatever his last name is. Sorry to butcher it. Yeah, I won't even try, but yeah. he's great. Yeah, he's great. 12 Years a Slave. Excellent. Serenity. Also in Serenity. He plays a very similar character in Serenity and in, in Doctor yeah. Strange, I would say, by the end kind of it. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Bit. I got a question to ask you. Um, does this look different since... Walt Disney took Marvel movies over. Um, I mean, yeah, but I mean, Disney's owned Marvel for a while whole, since like Iron Man two. Yeah. Since Iron Man two, yeah. But I mean, is there is the production quality going up? Or oh yeah, uh-huh. okay, okay, hundred percent. Um, I would say yeah. Each movie has gotten better looking. Yeah, for sure. Like, I thought, you know, Deadpool looked great. This movie looked great. Civil War looked De- great. Deadpool's definitely fought. Yes, true. But, um, yeah. I mean, same with the new, you know, the, the new Wolverine movie. That's still under Fox. But I think that looks way better than any of the other X-Men they've done recently. Um, so, yeah, I think it looks better. And just to, to get my uh, review in there quickly, so... Doctor Strange, uh, I'm giving four out of five monogrammed towels. Um, good movie. Go see it. This movie's taken in over half a billion dollars. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. It's fantastic. Like it's really the four? <laughs> no. <sighs> it's it's more fantastic than the so, four. Yeah. So finally, we can move on to the part of the show that everyone's been looking forward to. And that's my game. Dicks? Oh, no. the game. Okay. That's what Brett was looking forward to. Um, <laughs> so, Choking on dicks. <laughs> I've got a... I'm just going to ignore this just, whole shit. Yeah, that just just with, with the theme of Doctor Strange. 
we're going to be speaking about time travel movies. Mm. So I'm going to be Back to the future. testing your knowledge Part on three. time travel movies. And if you remember the rules to how you play my game, your buzzer is your name. So you're going head to head, not first to three. It's whoever has the most points at the end of the game. If we get the answer wrong, can we time travel back? And <laughs> Do you have right? the ability to time travel? No, I don't. Then you, no. no, you can't. Shit. But what if in the future I do and I try and I time travel back to this? Then moment? that's fair. Okay. Yeah. Do we re-record the episode at that point? I think he just assimilates to he's on your body, right? I don't know. What is happens it, at that point? So here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Again, your that's... name is your buzzer. The first question: What year doesn't Marty travel to in Back to the Future? Okay. In the series. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> 1985, 1955, 1875. Brian. Br- Brian. 1985. That is incorrect. Ah, guys, that's incorrect. Come on. I he, he lives in 1985. Right. So he, he never time travels there. Yes, he does. When As he, in like when he goes back and then comes yeah. back. Oh, okay. And he also goes to an alternate 1985, remember? Yeah. Oh. But where where are we talking? 1955 he travels back to? It's not 1875. He does go back there. Yeah, but it's not. The year is oh, not 1875. Not 1875. Oh. It's 1885. Shit. Okay. Here we go. Shit. Next question. Zero, zero. In the original Terminator, why does Reese come through the time portal naked? Brett, his clothes got melted off through uh, the that's incorrect. machine. Damn it. Oh, Brian, because he didn't want to wear futuristic clothes and have that be um, something that like gives him away. Incorrect. The correct answer is the scanners need uh, the, the time travel machine only accepts biological material. Yeah, you right. know what? Here, I'll, cool. I'll give you guys some options going forward. Okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. If we don't, <laughs> so, if you don't mind, Dan. Yeah, I'm gonna try and help you out. <laughs> Still zero zero after two questions. Which of the Kirk Star Trek movies featured time travel? Is it A. Star Trek Two, B. Star Trek Three, C. Star Trek Four, or D. Star Trek Five? Brett. Okay. Star Trek Four. That is correct. Yes. That's with the whales, right? Yeah. Yeah, I do remember that. All right, one, nothing, Brett. Those damn whales. <laughs> That's the dumbest. That is the dumbest Star Trek movie, by the way. Okay. Whales! <laughs> they replace it with who, Khan in that who movie. Who doesn't appear in the classic Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? Is it A, Napoleon, B, Socrates, C, Mozart, D, Freud? D, Brett. Brett. Damn, Brian beat you to the punch. Freud. That is incorrect. <laughs> Mozart. Brett. That, that would have been incorrect. That would have been correct, but you didn't say your name and buzz in. What the hell, man? This you happened to so, you last time. You are so gnarly with these penalties. One, Son of a bitch. One nil still. But yeah. It was between it's those Mozart. two. Because yeah. uh, Socrates. Socrates. I do remember oh, Socrates. Yeah. Okay. Um, I will give and you and, uh, uh, four uh, options for this next question. Right. Billy the Kid. Yeah. So, Billy. what happens if the same person touches a younger version of him or herself in the Van Damme flick Time Cop? Is it A, they both instantly disappear? B, 
they grotesquely melt together and disappear. C, the younger one is absorbed by the older one who becomes stronger. Or D, trick question, they can't. Brian. Brian. B. That is correct. Damn it, I do remember that part. Yep. Yeah, that they, movie. they melt together. Shit. Yeah. All right, one more, like guys. thing. Yeah. Okay. By the, I, I would say, arguably, that's Van Damme's best hair movie, Time Cop. Ooh. Hard to argue. Hard to argue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At the end of the widely released version of Army of Darkness, or as some people know it as Evil Dead 3, <coughs> pardon me, Bruce Campbell's character makes it back to the present USA from his time trip into the Dark Ages. However, there's also an alternate ending version available on video. What happens in the alternate version? Is it A, he goes forward in time to a... Brett, samurai- Brett, I already know this. He sleeps all the way. He, he says the curse and he sleeps all the way, way into the future. What? He, he he accidentally says the curse way too long and it sends him way into the future as an old man or something. Right? That's, that's incorrect. Damn it. Um, <laughs> he made, uh, so B, he, he makes it I, back. I better not be wrong on this. But ends up trapped in a log cabin from Evil the Dead 2. C, he dies in the Dark Ages final battle scene. Or D, he ends up in a post-apocalyptic future. And what's A again? A is he goes forward in time to samurai era Japan. Because he's in the Dark Ages. That's like okay. 1,000. Brian D. That is correct. He's not an old man. He ends up in the supermarket and there's all the zombies. And so he's got to fight more. I thought he was bearded maybe at that should, point. Maybe you should wait <laughs> for I, the I, I think I remember him being <laughs> It's also multiple choice. Point. I think yeah. I remember being bearded at that point. So. I'll so write my answer. It is a two, I'll write my vote in on two that Two to one, one Brian. <clears throat> Why does Arnold's T-800 commit suicide at the end of T-2? Is it A, afraid his parts might be someday used to spawn evil future robots? B, it was his only way to return to his timeline? C, his CPU may serve as a tracking device to attract more future assassins? Or D, his presence in the past could trigger future logic, future logic catastrophe. Brian, cause a rip in space-time continuum. Brian, oh, I said it before you finished that. I'm still gonna go D. That is incorrect. You go. Uh, I think it's the CPU, Dan. Brett, I will say Brett first. Brett, okay. Brett is wanting to say the CPU. He wants to destroy the CPU. His CPU may serve as a tracking device. Yes. to effect. that is incorrect. The correct answer is A, afraid his parts may be someday used to spawn evil future robots. Which is a CPU tracking device that <laughs> might be coming in. No. Anyway, because if sorry. Because if you remember, what do they have to destroy? That The, the arm from the original his, T-800 yeah, that chip, came through in the, the first chip, one. That had the chip in it. Okay. 2-1 still. Still 2-1, guys. Here's, here's a lighter one for you. What Softball. year does Uncle Rico try to travel back in time? Using a time machine and Napoleon Dynamite. Is it A, 1979, B, 1982, C, 1985, D, 1990? Brett. Yes. 1982. That is correct. Boom. There it is. We're all tied up. There we go. I thought it was 84. I was waiting for it. All right. We're all tied up with only two questions left. Damn. From which year did the Terminator travel back in time from in the original Terminator movie? Is it A, 2050? B, 2029, C, 2001, 
1999. Brett. 2029. That is correct. Yes. Ooh, coming from behind. There we go. I definitely thought I it was thought that was Blade further Runner than year that. Too. Yeah. I think that's 2017, though. Three to two, Brett. Yeah. All right. Last question. So you need this to force overtime, mm-hmm. Brian. Mm-hmm. In Hot Tub Time Machine, <laughs> Shit. four buddies travel back in time that to has which hits, year? action, and everything. Brian's <laughs> going to win this one. <laughs> A, is it 1990? Wait, wait. What's what was the, the question? question? Sorry. In Hot Tub Time Machine, yep. four buddies travel back in time to which year? Okay. A, 1990. B, 1986. C, 1978. Or D, 1980. Brian. Damn Brian. it. Brian's dead. Yeah. B. 1986 is correct. Damn it. Ugh. Look at that. Dan, do you have a follow-up or no? I do have an overtime question. Overtime. There it comes. <laughs> the lightning round. Do, do, do. So, wait for me to list these movies off. Okay? And then I'm going to ask a question. So pay attention to these movies. Okay. Austin Powers 2, Planet of the Apes, Lost in Space, Peggy Sue, Got Married, Time Bandits, Star Trek, First Conduct, Brazil, (laughs) and Strange Days. Name one of these movies that doesn't include time travel in the story. Brian. Mmm. Lost in Space. That is incorrect. Brett. Strange Days. That is correct. Yes. Boom. Uh, the other answer would have been Brazil. Yep, oh, I do. Fuck, I was going to... That was my other Brian, answer. Brian, we saw that in film class. There is. Hey, congratulations, Brett. You Brazil. have mastered the time travel movie of trivia game. Heavy as that crown, guys. Yeah. You're lucky. The other overtime question was to name the two tribes from H.G. Wells' time machine. Yeah, I knew you guys would know that. Yeah. Who's H.G. Wells? On that note, (laughs) thank you for tuning in to episode 35 of Pop Not Soda. If you miss us throughout the week, make sure to follow us on Facebook at backslash Pop Not Soda official. You can follow us on Twitter at pop underscore not soda. Brian is at BOwen619. Brett is at Nieces Pieces. Yes, we are. Yeah, I am. Formerly Fear Bunners. And I am at Paper Champion DP. Uh, you can find new episodes of Pop Not Soda every Monday right here on popnotsoda.podbean.com or on iTunes Podcast. Again, a very special thank you to our sponsor for this episode, RateRhino.com, R-A-T-E-R-H-I-N-O.com for all of your cheap airfare for the holidays. Make sure to go over to RateRhino.com. It was a good one. Yeah. Have a good Thanksgiving, boys. Thanks. We should get time traveled. Thank <laughs> you.